Well, hello everyone at Golf WRX and Wisdom in Golf Land. Hello, everybody. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. And we have uh, we have a nice, awesome guest back with us once again from Alabama, Mister Jamie Lett. How you doing, Jamie? Good. Hello, everyone. All right, man. I um we uh, we've been talking about that uh, that uh, text that you sent me. You know, uh, a couple of weeks back, and we've been chomping at the bit to uh, to have a chat with you because, you know, you just you just basically accomplished one of my lifelong goals that um, I will I will definitely be following in your footsteps. Uh, my uh, my personal best uh, score, uh, right handed was sixty five, and left handed was sixty seven, and um, I wanted to break the uh the 65 mold uh a couple of solid times like you just did with a 61 and a 63 how good is that man that must have felt unbelievable yeah yeah the it was I mean, it was definitely fun I mean, it was good to see some putts go in that was, that was <laughs> <laughs> well yeah i that think was, i think uh, you gotta you gotta you gotta sink a few of those to to get into that stratosphere yes for sure so mm-hmm. so how did it start what um what, how did you day? describe uh describe set set the set the table for us okay yeah the, uh well the, the 61 we um i was playing in a in a little game with uh it's a little uh, country club up here close and i was playing with the, the actual club champion and uh another couple of really good players too and um i don't know you know it was uh i've kind of been focusing on a few things i think i mentioned in that message that i had sent you um we didn't get to warm up that day so it was strange we didn't get to hit any balls i just kind of rolled a couple on the green and uh the next thing you know i was five under after four holes and it was just kind of going wow. going after that so it was but but it was kind of but we'll i guess we'll get into that but it's it, you know, it was just kind of i was just excited to play I, it's been a it's been about you know i mean three or four weeks since i've actually played a, a full round so it was i was just kind of looking forward to getting out there and you know and i just kind of stayed in every shot. That's just kind of been going to be the focus this year. I'm just going to kind of ride that all the way through. Is just kind of stay in every shot, and that's what I did. And I didn't really. I, really, I shot 28 on the front nine. And I didn't realize I had shot 28. Uh, the guy said, "I don't want to say anything, but you know, you realize you just shot eight under on the front nine." <laughs> I didn't. I did not really actually realize it. That's I was amazing. Good. I, I thought I was five. I thought I was six or so under, but um, yeah, I had. Um, so it was a pretty good pretty good front it's a, yeah it's amazing how you get into a zone like that right you don't realize it and and it's like okay don't wake me up don't you know relax let's just let's just keep doing what we're doing and we'll count them up at the end no big deal that's it you know that was it that's kind of and that's kind of way i played that day it was just sort of i wasn't wasn't really keeping score and or anything it was just uh just kind of going, going with it. Yeah, there was like no expectations. Even when I got to, you know, I got to nine or so under there pretty quick, and I said, "Well, I had, you know, six or seven holes to go." But I know, but it, for some reason, I just, I just, I never started counting, you know, and started pressing. I just, you know, just kept hitting the shots one at a time, and you know, and that was, uh, it worked out. Well, that's, um, you know, we, we, I just saw an interview with Danielle Kang over the weekend who just won the tournament of champions and uh, she won by three and she, she had hit this incredible five wood on the final hole right over the flag stick and was, was being aggressive. And 
you know, that's, that's exactly what her goal is this year. And she's been preparing the same way you have, Jamie. I mean, she's, she's going, you know, I, I can't control the rest. I can't, you know, if, if I can't be ahead of myself, I can't, I can't go behind. It's, I just have to focus on the shot that I have. And as long as I'm, you know, as long as I plan for the shot, I feel capable, I can accomplish the shot, and I just stay with it, um, I know good things are going to happen. And, and that's exactly, you know, what our modus operandi is when, um, you know, because you think about it, well, you can't really set up without a flight plan. So you follow the logical trail, right? So, and, and, and you're not going to choose a flight plan now that you have this wisdom and you say, okay, I can't do that because that's a, that's a very high risk shot. And um, I, I'm, I'm going to choose this particular shot. It's aggressive enough. You got to pull off the shot anyways, right? So mm-hmm. I'm just going to pick something. I'm going to release towards safety. And I think the choice of that shot feels really good for the situation. So then you choose the flight plan that goes according to that, then the intermediate point, and then you make that prediction, right? You step into it because you're getting ready to execute a task that's going to get you into that picture. And then it's okay. How, do, how am I going to deliver this? Ah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's because you've chosen the right shot. You're not going to overexert yourself. Then you're just effortlessly executing into that picture. And then you find your ball and you do it all over again. And you realize that when you stay in the present and you, you put your best foot forward to accomplish that task, you get really good at that. And it sounds to me like you're really getting good at it, buddy. And it's, uh, you know, hats off in, in a big way. And uh, I can't wait to join you because I'm, I'm feeling, you know, in my training and when I step up and I'm executing shots for students and I keep repeating this mantra that I just, you know, repeated, it's like, it's getting easier and easier and easier to, to, uh, it's just like, you know, boom, boom, boom. And it just, there's a natural flow to it now. And it just, everything just falls into place. And I just, I really can't wait for the season. Yeah, me too. No, but I'm the same, that's the same way for me. I was actually just, what else you said about doing it with the students. It's, it's sort of, um, um, I remember hearing this thing with Mo Norman one time. He was telling the little poem about the robot, how he programmed his robot, you know, and he's talking about his mind to where he, he literally thought he would never miss, you know, uh-huh. and you could, and so that's how it is now. I just, you just go through those three or four steps and it just, it just seems like, I mean, you know, once you kind of grasp that idea of that concept of being in that very moment and, you know, performance of it, it's, it's all there. You got to ask yourself the right questions and it doesn't matter what, if you're playing in a fun round or in a tournament, yep. it doesn't matter. It's all the same. It's, it's, there's no difference, you know? Yeah. So that's, 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 the, that's the biggest thing I think I'm excited for is it doesn't really matter. Um, I mean, and, there, and of course there's pressure when I, I mean, I can't practice here without people watching. It's fine. I mean, I enjoy being around people, but if I start hitting balls, there's going to be, you know, the people come in there and start wanting to talk to me, which is cool. But I was telling somebody the other day, it's like, I mean, you still have to pull the shot off. It doesn't matter. That That's that's enough pressure. That's all you need, you know, and I encourage yeah. these kids and stuff that I teach, you know, you want to add a little of that in there so you figure out things. You know, you can kind of figure out things that make you 
make you go when you have to go, you know? So, um, yeah, and that's it. And I, I just go with that exact thing. You're saying, you know, flight plan, you know, feel the flight plan into the shot and you just kind of tell you, okay, there's nothing to find. There's no anxious anymore. Like I can't wait to the next time I play. There's nothing. I'm not worried about, well, am I going to play good or, cause I think that's the biggest thing that gets in the way of everyone is they're worried about, well, look, I hope I don't hit my, I'm going to try not to draw, uh, you know, hook my driver today or whatever the case right, is. Right, right. I hope that's to, not- I'm going to try to just not put bad today. That doesn't make sense. You know, I, mm-hmm. it's, it's like now I just think, I mean, I, I'm excited just to go out there and, and, you know, and just hit one shot at a time. It's like it's a whole different way of looking at things. I mean, it's taken me a while. You know, I've said before, I'm, I'm from Alabama, so I'm a little slow. But I keep watching the one video that you have, and I encourage everyone to go back and watch this thing, the, the one you did on just staying in the shot and, and actually what that means. Yeah. You know, and that, you know what that means on your mind. I mean, you know, just your, your eyes on the ball, but your mind's always on the target and to the pitcher that you want to hit. Yeah. If you just, I mean, that's just been the biggest change. I mean, even putting, it's like I'm looking at the ball, but I can 100% see it in my mind going in, and that's, and it's just like magic. I mean, yeah. it really is. It's it's changed the way I, completely the way I look at everything. Yeah, it's more like a road. It won't be a flight plan. It'd be a road planner. <laughs> How do you? What do you call that? A road a road trip. but it was it was interesting to hear danielle kang talk about it because she said that she had a really hard time like staying in the present moment and not worrying about what's to come and what happened and letting go of the if and or you know i I just recorded that on my phone and just yeah the shoulda coulda wouldas yeah exactly right and then she said you know she was really proud of herself after this tournament because she actually for the first time was able to stay in the present moment and just focus on the, what shot she had to hit. The win was gravy for her because yeah. it was mostly about the way she, she went about her business Yeah, and she was able to stay to the very end. I mean, mm-hmm. even that, that five wood that she smoked mm-hmm. right over the flagstick. Mm-hmm. And, uh, cause she was saying, you know, now that she had gotten into a, a headspace where she can focus on just what shot she needs to hit, you know, the, the hazards are not, like in her mind anymore the the misses aren't in her mind anymore and that was cool i think also the the cool thing about your round jamie your 61 is that you didn't have a warm-up so you literally just went into your round with no expectations right and that's like a lot of the times when people perform the best is when they just they just go in with no expectations and they're just there to take it one time, one shot at a time. Well, the, the, the preparation, I mean, a lot of people go, ah, you know, it's, that sounds easy, but it, there's a lot that went into that. I mean, Jamie, he's got the right grip. He's got the right posture. He's got the right distance to ball. He's got the right ball position. Mm -hmm. He knows what that is. Well, yeah, obviously. And he's, and he's rehearsed his action to target. No, but like I'm saying, like a lot of people sometimes, they kind of almost mess themselves up in their warm up yeah. because they start thinking about too many things. Oh yeah. They give themselves too much time to well it, the, to the, think, right? Yeah, exactly. The cycle is really, you know, what basically what people do is they go to the range, they roll a ball down and they and they hit the ball just looking at it and then by default they get their targets because they go, well, that's not a seven iron. Seven iron looks like that. Mm-hmm. It sounds like that. And it feels like that. And that mm-hmm. wasn't it. Mm-hmm. And you just by default gave your brain what you wanted out of your seven iron. Yeah. So like when you have yeah. the right mindset 
like Jamie, yeah, where like you have all your ducks in a row. Yes. The the warm up per se is not really like people find like the the warm up can be like the most important thing. Mm. Whereas like I feel like it's more your your mental headspace. Big time. Like your focus. No, it, it, it absolutely is. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's the thing about like the the very first hole. I mean, you know, you have on, on this particular golf course is out of bounds left and out of bounds to the right, and it's pretty narrow and downhill and long enough where you have to hit driver. So I mean, I just got on that hole and and just said, okay, well, you know, how do I hit a draw with a driver? It's, it just goes back to the simple flat plan. It doesn't matter how you warm up physically. I mean, it's mm-hmm. all about the prep. Like I I just knew I was going to hit that driver good. I mean, why would I think that I wouldn't? And so here, here's the ball position, and and I know what makes my swing tick, and and that's it. There's nothing to, uh, there's nothing to, to second guess, or really, there's no expectation because I know if I put the ball position here and I aim here and I swing in that direction, the ball is going to do exactly what I want it to, and and that's it. That's you know, I think you just kind of you get in that mindset, and that's 100 percent performance. Everything I just said is, you know, performance. There's no second guessing in it, well. and. He's from Alabama. He knows how to hunt duck. And when those ducks are in a row, uh, you know, he's he can perform like the best of them. <laughs> Very cool, man. So um, tell me a little bit about the training you've been doing with Moo. Yeah, so I just started. There were two things I found out real fast. <clears throat> I'm not 25 anymore. <laughs> and, and, uh, you know, and I definitely – uh, this is definitely going to be beneficial. I, I did not, I'm in decent shape, you know, but I thought, man, I mean, the first one I did, the warm up, I better got, okay. I, was the, I started to actually email move and said, man, you know, you, <laughs> I'm too far advanced. No, but it's been really, really good. The app, I would like to say that, you know, the app is amazing. It's super simple to use after we uh, figured out how to uh, upload it into the app, the, the program that Move designed for me mm-hmm. and got into the app. And it's just simple, you know, if I can do it, anyone can. So you just put it in there and you just, you know, it just walks you right through it. Yeah. Gives you examples. It's, it's been really good. So we're focusing on uh, building a little bit of speed and mm-hmm. stability and core strength and stuff like that. Very cool. I, I get what you mean, man, because I'm, I'm getting back into it now and I'm just doing the warm ups. And I'm yes. I'm sore from the warm up I did two days ago, right? I'm done. I'm going. Oh my! God. Okay, we got to get this back in there, and then never stop again, right? Because yeah. you, you got to keep Billy. If I stop, and I'm I'm going to have to restart the machine almost from scratch again, and uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to do that anymore. And I'm I'm going to manage my time. I mean, COVID really threw us a curveball, and now that we're almost uh, you know getting out of it, we can uh, we can get back to normal here. Yeah, for sure. But um, that'll be that'll be really cool. I mean, uh, I think uh, getting an extra club in distance and you know maybe another fifteen yards on the driver when you need it would be uh, you know yeah it would be may- real good. Maybe uh, maybe a little fifty nine in the works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. The sixty one also I, I parred. Uh, there's there's three par fives and I parred two of them, and and, and so that was kind of a little disappointing. But I birdie all five par fives That's i mean par threes wow all was, five par threes wow yeah. so that was pretty that was pretty yeah that's that's but, definitely uh, uncharacteristic mm-hmm. that's so cool. but yeah we're, we're, so, we're kind of getting i'm trying to get uh i was explaining to move I, I swing a driver around 
I can get to about 115-ish if I, you know, really – but I can't play at that speed. That's right. I can play – I play about 112, you know. So, mm. I, he, he's going to help me get, a, you know, where I feel a little more stable at swinging that hard. I yeah. guess, you know, get that little extra if you ever need it. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. We'll be able to give you more speed reserve when you need a little bit more distance for, say, for part five in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, really happy that you've kind of started out. Uh, the first two weeks are are rough, are rough in terms <laughs> of muscle soreness, but then uh, as you keep going along and not stopping for the next following months, it would be a lot easier to uh, engage into all the exercises that come forth. Mm-hmm. And I'll be keeping in touch with you even during the season if you have time to train to uh, organize, uh, build something for you that you can also um, do in, in season while you're not. Uh, while, while it won't affect your ability to play. Yeah, that's that's one thing about, you know, Moo's understanding of this because he understands that when you when you go at it hard in the gym, you're gonna you know you get sore, and you can't play when you're sore because that's it really immediately affects your performance. And I think um, they've had a lot of feedback from guys on tour that way, right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and us older guys obviously are going to be uh, a, a little longer to to recover. And, um, and it's, you know, it's important that you're able to work around that in, uh, during, during tournament season. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's like what our goal is for me as well. This, this season is to be able to have some sort of maintenance. Yeah. Cause like, you don't want to drop off from all the gains you made through yeah. the winter. Um, so uh, yeah, Jamie, uh, Sav's been working out pretty good these days and she's now at one Oh seven club speed with the driver. Yeah. And that's, that's basically my cruising speed now, right? <laughs> and uh, she's she's hitting the seven iron exactly the same distance as me, one seventy five carry. And uh, oh, yeah, those new irons are really nice from Callaway. Yeah, uh, the uh, new Rogues. Oh yeah, they're very nice. But I'm hitting the Rogues the same distance <laughs> as you, Sam. <laughs> yeah, but so, I've been I've been putting in the work in the gym. I've well, been... <laughs> it shows for crying out loud. So now that that's yeah. extra motivation for me. I can't, yeah. you know. Like, the, the cool thing about the, the workout programs that Moo puts together is that, you know, it's it's for longevity, right? Like, it's not like you're never going to see instant results when you, like, start a fitness program. And it it's not until, like, you actually, like, really get into, like, your, your phase where you'll be like, okay, yeah, like, I'm starting to see a difference kind of thing, right? Yeah. Because yeah. it's, like, it's like little building blocks. Yeah. And... That's the best way to go about it because you you can't you can't do it all at once, you know. Yeah, it's got to be like those little building blocks. Unless you're taking PEDs, then yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But for the most part, yeah, it's it's a slow <clears throat> process where once you're in it, you got to keep going, and then you maintain. And also, if you want to push yourself, there's the option to do that too in mm-hmm. terms of either increasing the weight you whoa, do. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's one step at a time. There, I don't know, but for those, for, this is for the juniors, for example. If you have a, if I have a junior that's training very hard. Oh, yes. Yeah, trying to uh, the, make, a make rambunctious it. ute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so say a junior that wants to make a division one school, they'll be wanting to obviously increase club at speed and also have solid core strength to be able to, to, to be stable in the swing at all times. And that's one thing um, just also learning is that uh, the, the young kids are uh, open to try different things in that regard so yeah they're like give me anything and i'll do it <laughs> yeah yeah and yeah they're, they're very flexible too in what they want to try to be you know to keep up with 
the Bryson DeChambles or the, uh, you know, Will Zelatoris or... Uh, That's one... Or, um, what's his name? Um, you, you said, Moo just sent me a, a, a cool video that uh, Bryson was doing with... Um, Martin Borkmeyer. Martin Borkmeyer. Yeah. And, and Bryson's sidekick. He's, yeah. you know, <laughs> he's starting to grow on me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, they, they, you know, doing a gym session and uh, doing a lot of explosive stuff, some, you know, plyometrics. And um, it just it just reminds me a lot of, of uh, the workouts that, um, you know, that we, that we do with Golf Fit Pro. Yeah. But I can see now that, you know, one thing about the core, mm-hmm. would you say that when you're doing squats and deadlifts that you're working your core – as a secondary or is that a primary? I mean, it really... It, it would be a secondary because the primary muscle you're working are either the, the back, I mean, the deadlifts and the legs <clears> and the squat is legs. But the secondary would be the core, which you have to also keep your body stable in that in those positions that you're executing the movement. So in in a way, it's uh, supplemented and also strengthened in the process while right. being worked. So, um, yeah, some people, like some athletes would find that their core actually gets better by doing those exercises mm-hmm. versus I, I just isolating, you know, just doing crunches and sit-ups. Everyone's different. Everyone's anatomy is different. That's where it's, some people respond to certain different exercises yeah, differently, yeah, yeah. right? That's why we need you, Moo. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> so it helps to understand that when I'm always talking to the athlete um, and then I always see which exercises gave them a hard time and which exercise they really enjoy in the gym. Yeah, so the feedback that you get from your clients yeah. uh, is really important so it, that it, you, you know what to adjust. Yeah, exactly, so that we reinforce the weaknesses and also reinforce what they also enjoy to do because so, that, way, that way they produce so, more um, more results. Yeah, so you when you hear something in specific, it's it's either, okay, let's – Let's retool that and and uh, and get him this exercise or suck it up. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, that mentality is not um, it's not efficient anymore. You know, because you gotta you gotta you gotta help them uh, overcome their, their their struggles in that gym, right? So that's where you want to motivate them and tell them like, hey, this is going to help you. In the long oh, run, if you listen do this to way. the wisdom of Moo, mm-hmm. yeah. man, gotta love that. Well, yeah. he's been through it. Yeah, yeah you been. and Moo have been through the ringer when it comes to awful coaching. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I wish I would have known a lot more about it at the time that I could, you know, call their call them on what they were doing. And, uh, but I mean, it's it's a tough job, man. It's a it's a tough ask for somebody to be a coach. It's a big commitment, right? Yeah, it is, yeah. It's a it's a little bit committed on the psychological aspect too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so Jamie, man, uh, give us a little bit about um, you know a couple of your students that you've um, you know the that you've been enjoying uh, a couple of journeys with and and in their development and uh, having some uh, some successes uh, through them. Yeah, I have one actually. Uh, his name's Vinay. He is. Uh, he got set up with uh, with uh, Moo and the Wisdom and Movement. Yeah, I don't think he's been able to do anything yet because he he had a back injury. Uh, but this he's 15 years old and he is six foot four. Yeah, he's whoa, more, whoa. Yeah, yeah, he's he's pretty lean. No, from what his uh, description, he told me that he's also trying to gain muscle. So I am trying yeah. to help him out with uh, supplements so that I can. Uh, help with his high metabolism because he's mm. he's really lean for that age. And 
One of, he, he one of those guys that you you envy. He eats anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he yeah, he, uh, he he reminds me of uh, the guy that just won last week on the Corn Ferry Tour, uh, uh, Akshay. Yeah, Akshay Bhatia. He, he's he's built a lot like him. He, yeah, he's real. He swings a lot like him. He's he's going to be a really good player. He's he's come along. He's come a long ways. Just he was kind of the product of some bad coaching as well. Um, super technical, just super always worried about positions and all these things. So we, we've got to, got around that. He's bought into the idea of, you know, just, Hey, you know, here's the flight plan. Let's commit to this and do that. So it's, that, that's been really good. That's and, awesome. um, and when I have another kid, he's also uh, 15 years old and he just won the state championship last year here in the state of Alabama. He's, wow. he's going to be really good too. So there's some, yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of good juniors here in this area. So I've, they, I've been lucky to uh, share just, the wisdom with those guys. You know, that's yeah, the thing man. is, I'm not I'm not just a super. I don't really do a whole lot of swing coaching per se. I mean, I understand mm. it somewhat, but you know, I, I think what y'all have guys have given me more than anything is just the performance side of it, and that helps them. I mean, obviously they have to shoot a better score. So, um, and I've been you know sharing that as much as possible just to make them understand that. Um, you know, practice round and a tournament round really is not a whole lot different. Yeah. If you look at it that way, you know, it's all about managing expectations for them because everybody, uh, it's 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 wild. I mean, junior golf down here, the you know parents are involved, everybody's yeah. so involved, and so that's the main thing. Just you know, encouraging them mainly and just supporting them and, and teaching them ways to you know get the most of their game and have fun. Mm-hmm. That's uh, and and uh, have they, obviously they're being they're probably being recruited right now for college at that age, aren't they? Yeah, they do. Uh, I mean, it's it starts younger and younger. I mean, if you go to the tournament down here, we have AJ uh, GA tournaments and yeah. Southeastern GA tournaments, and if they have a good finish there, I mean, it just seems like it's not but a day or two. Someone's calling them or emailing them, and so yeah, there's a lot for them to juggle. It's uh, well, it's, state state junior fun. champion is definitely going to get some phone calls. Yeah, for sure, for sure. That's awesome, man. That, that is great, and and for them to have a role model like you on the golf course, and and uh, to you know, you know how to go deep, you know how to win, eh? It's isn't that awesome, right, man? man? Yeah, and, I think that it is. It is. It's definitely an advantage too. I think. I mean, we go out and play a lot. I mean, we do more on the course than we do on the range. I would say. I mean, you know, absolutely. the ones that need it, of course. I mean, some needs technical stuff, but. Um, the uh, you know we do a lot on on the course to see how they're preparing, how they look at holes, how they you know go about you know the process, I guess, and that's yeah. that's more important to me than anything else. Yeah, I've, cool. I've kind of got them all brainwashed to where they actually think golf is easy, like I do now. Like <laughs> yeah, it's, it's actually it's not as hard as you think. You know, we're we're actually we're built to swing a golf club if you just if you'll let if you'll actually just you know look at it that way. I mean, it really Hall- is. You just, hallelujah, dude. I That's, love that yeah. you do more on-course stuff with them than on the range because I feel like I respond better to that as well. Like, actually getting myself into, like, game situation, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, even when I played soccer, it was always the drills that we enjoyed the most were the ones who that, like, simulated the game in yeah. a more, like, direct way. Yeah. Because then you feel like you're better prepared when you actually get to to the game time, you know? I, I think that's, I'm going to have to do some, you know, I've been at, at, the, at this club for four years now and I've got a lot of regular students that have been polishing their actions 
through proper focus. Now it's time to take them out on the course. And I think I, I, I'm going to be reserving a couple of my teaching days to just do on course only. Yeah. yeah. That's what I had like told you about at one point because I was yeah. like, I feel like people need to experience it on course so that yeah. when they get out there, they don't just like forget everything that you taught them Yeah, because it happens a lot, <coughs> right? Like if you, if you get on course, like as much as you tell them, they're going to probably default back to like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, there's the hazard, there's out of bounds there, and then they just completely yep. lose sight of what the, the task is. Oh, I, all I have to do is ask them, you know, how to it go? And they go, ah, you know, it went really well until I got to this hole and uh, blew my drive. And I go, okay, what were you focused on when you got on the tee box? Mm-hmm. And they go, ah, oh, kind of forgot, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, it, it, it's nice to be able to nip that in the bud before – it actually happens. So when you're out on the golf course and you go, okay, what are we doing now? Call the shot. Yeah. And that's what I have you do when we're out on the golf course. Moo so has that, me do it too. He keeps me accountable. He's like, wait uh, a second, what shot are you about to hit? Talking through it. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I need to know too, because you know, I, I can see if what you're doing matches with the intent mm-hmm. and I can see right away. Well, what the heck? Why are you lining up like that if that's the shot you're going to hit, right? Mm-hmm. Why is your is that your ball position when you're trying to hit that shot? Mm-hmm. And it and it's incredibly important information for me as a coach. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm 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 so glad you're able to do that, Jamie, with your with your students getting out on the golf course like that. It's it's that's primo stuff. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I think it's that's it's more important than anything. I mean, how it doesn't matter. And I always tell them, you know, it doesn't really, really matter how you hit it on the driving range. You know, we want to see what you're doing score-wise because that's all they're going to write down on the scoreboard. Yep. So they kind of wrap their mind around that. Okay, well, I, you know, I have to play, actually get in, you know, in the hole is the is – yeah. the, uh, and even if they even if they do everything right with the setup and everything else, but then they look tight in the shot, then you, you, know, then you get in there and say, listen, it does – you know, if, if you can't control the shot – and and once they understand that you can't repeat, therefore you can't make sure, because the more you try to make sure, the more you try to control, the more you lose control. The, 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 they go south in a hurry when you do that, right? So there is, there's, yeah, there's, there's just no other option, but there's the flight, and here's the feel I'm going to deliver in that flight. I'm just going to stay with that, loose as a goose, and let's see what happens. And, um, and, and then when they realize that and they practice that and they practice being in that state, they get good at it. Right. And you don't, you don't, you don't start chasing your tail with, well, you know, you, you didn't do this and you didn't do that. And you, and you, and you shake up that hornet's nest again over their heads. I mean, what a, an incredible disservice that is to do to a golfer. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. And and people you know, people do that all the time, right? They, the you know husbands they mean well, but they they go out with their wives and and she tops a ball and then oh honey you didn't do this and you didn't do that and then and then honey doesn't want to play golf with you anymore. Sorry, <laughs> right? Uh, I'm gonna go you know play bridge with my friends instead, and you can just go suck an egg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well we we get that a lot too. Like the juniors will sit there and hit. 10, 10 good shots in a row, and then all of a sudden they hit one bad shot, and they just immediately, what happened? What I do there? Right. What I do there? What, what, what happened? And then they start trying to re, you know, I, I tell them all the time, it's like they're trying to rebuild their swing 
two or three times every time they practice and they don't realize that they're doing it, but there's motions that you have to keep pretty consistent and they're, they're trying to, you know, do this and that and all these things. And it's, it's just, a, it's a, you're right. It's an awful spiral. And it's a circle. They just keep circling their tail around yeah. and around and around. They're always looking for the next, you know, a little swing tip or, or thought that's going to get them through, but that they go away yeah. in a day or two and start over again. You know, it's, yeah. it's a, it's a miserable way to play golf. I mean, I can see why people get frustrated and quit. Yep. And, you know, this is a much easier way to play for sure. I could, you know, it's, uh, you know, and we talked about before when you get done with the round, you know, it's no problem. I could go again. It's not, I'm not wore out, you know, anymore. It's just, uh, you know what I mean? So it's just, it's an easier way to do it for sure. Good news. Uh, I remember that when I was a kid, man, you just, you know, you go out on a, on a really good round of golf and, and you, you finish the 18th hole and you go, okay, uh, where's the snack? I'm going to go get a snack. We're getting back out there. We're doing 36 today. Let's go. Yeah. Right. And oh yeah. man, that was fun. I miss those days big time. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so dude, man, I really appreciate you getting on with us again today. Um, again, congratulations to your success and, uh, let's, let's definitely keep that ball rolling. And then you and I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm heading in, I'm heading back in to, uh, to my program. So you and I, I, I think we should, uh, we should do a, do a little competition there <laughs> and, and keep each other in the game. Yes. Yeah, let's do it. I, but I'll tell you this, there's no course record I can ever shoot that's going to beat a left-handed 67 and a right-handed 65. That's absolutely insane. That's gotta be the world I mean, there, there's no way. I would shoot 157 left-handed. <laughs> there, that's, well, uh, that's an amazing, that's amazing. Well, I think I could compete, be in the top 10 uh, if, if we had a, a tournament where we play 18 holes one day and the second day we play 18 holes on, on the other side of the ball. Yeah. I, I think I could hold my own definitely on that one. <laughs> yes, no doubt, no doubt. Well, all right, man. So take care. Take good care of yourself, and let's let's talk again real soon. I'm going to start egging you on. And so, what did you do today? And and, and I and I hope you'll do the same to me because uh, it, it's time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, let's do it. I'll all right. Stay in touch. I look forward to it. All right, brother. You take care. Thank y'all. Bye. All right. Thank y'all. Bye bye. Oh man, that was so cool. I love having Jamie on the show. It's yeah, just what a treat. Yeah. And then the fact that he's now with you, Moo, and you know, and, and you're on your way and you you have uh, you've got a nice little stable of customers now and yeah. it's just like gosh darn it, it's it's nice to see you go. Yeah, thanks. Um I um the last video we did together for the premium channel and um, you know, uh the the there was a couple of little glitches and i i saw it immediately after i slowed down your swing yeah and i'm going that swing's looking so good man it's like there's just one little itsy bitsy little thing yeah i felt it was a little off that day yeah. oh man it's like uh, you can't even call that off anymore you know it's um uh, i i just had a great time you know putting in my my um my Text. words and, and we did a nice stop action on your swing and i'm going holy cow, I can't believe it's only been four years with this guy. And it's, it really is. I mean, you have a spectacular action. Thank you, Sean. And you should see how centered you stay. Yeah. Like I had my head in the background. Yeah. And we were, we had that camera from behind you. Yeah, yeah. And the tilt that you maintained throughout the whole action, your ball position, everything was just so spot on. Mm -hmm. 
And I'm going, mmm, there's going to be some good shh, good stuff happening this year. Some good shh, good stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right. So with that, everybody, uh, I hope that you guys are having as much fun as we are. And uh, we'd love to hear your feedback through, you know, any of the comments on the YouTube channel or, uh, you know, even in Instagram, I, I'm, I'm hoping to start doing a little bit more back up with my channel there because Sav just passed me with hers. <laughs> little bugger. We just got to find the right uh, the right content to post for your yeah. Instagram. Yeah. You I know, mean, it's, it's, it's very more, niche. It's, yeah, it's a little more short and sweet than what you're used to. So. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be having a meeting tomorrow with Tanish to go over a plan for that. As oh, well. yeah? Yeah, yeah? Cool. Yeah. Cool. My, my buddy's from the Golf Channel Academy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Looking forward to uh, to hearing all about that. I appreciate the, the suggestions and you guys staying staying on top of it. Thank you. No problem. Well, there you go. So mm-hmm. have, have yourselves a great uh, end of the week and weekend, everyone. And we'll see you, uh, uh, you know, with, uh, with bells on next Wednesday. Take all the care. best. Thanks for listening.